We are not our name, we are not our race, we are not our sexuality, they're just experiences. We are consciousness, infinite awareness, having experience. interview. Um, this is the first time that I'm actually sitting in front of a camera this way um, and I'm really really excited to actually have Peter on my show today who is a Qigong teacher, energy healer, an acupuncturist and doctor of traditional Chinese medicine mm. and I came across Peter through doing one of his online classes on his YouTube channel and I don't know why but I kind of like felt that I have to get in touch with this guy and to actually record something with him because I think he has a lot of knowledge and wisdom to share with you, with us. So Peter, thank you for being on my podcast, YouTube channel, all together. Um, mm. It's really nice to have you. Oh, thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. It's, uh, it's yeah. great. Yeah, you're more than welcome. Yeah. Um, today's topic, um, and I was thinking about what could I talk about? What could we talk about? And because for me, this podcast and my YouTube channel is all about like giving people different perspectives or new perspectives on topics which are maybe not so common in mm. our nowadays society. Mm. And because you're so into energy and energy healing and traditional Chinese medicine, which has a lot to do with yin and yang and the concept of you know the five elements, heaven to earth, the topic that popped up for me was connecting with something bigger. And before we actually dive into that, I would love to get to know you. Like, when was that transition point in your life? Because I know you were in the army before. Um, when was that transition point where you got in touch with it and where you could feel, okay, this is the path I actually want to follow? Mm. That's not a. That's a big question. I know. I know. The, the, the journey from that from the yin to the yang is quite. It's it's a beautiful story, but it, it was my story. So I was in the military, as you know, and I remember doing one night. I was doing we we did some night parachuting into the ocean, following a boat into the ocean from a plane, and then we'd been abseiling onto the. To the parliament building one night. We did this all in one week and then we flew down and we were in the snow doing the exercise. And I got home at night time, I was sitting there after doing all this amazing exercises. And I was sitting there and I was like, oh, this has got to be something else. And most people would think, would that be enough? But it wasn't. <laughs> it was like my mind was full, my, 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 my physicality, I was doing these amazing things with my body and my mind and, and it was very serious and I was very skilled and I loved it. But it was like, it was like okay, now what? It's got to be something else, and so it opened a door. But it hadn't hadn't before then. It hadn't my my curiosity to it had already been and it had already been triggered a long time before that. And it happened when I went to see who ended up being my Tai Chi master. But I went to see him because I had a, I had a sore neck. I played years of rugby as well, and I had a sore neck. And I used to go to physios and chiropractors, and and I'm not saying anything against them, but they weren't fixing my neck. And somebody said, well, have you ever tried to go to Chinese medicine? 
And I thought, whoa, I don't know, no voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was born up yeah, you know, yeah, rugby yeah. racing and beer in New Zealand, you know, do that sort of stuff. And I said, oh, I was just sick of the pain. I said, hey, I'll go and see this guy. And I walked in, I walked into his little office, little guy, and he, and he sat down beside him and he turned around and he said to me, so how long have you had a limp for? And I said, oh, I don't have a limp. And he says, yes, you do. And I go, no, I don't. He says, yes, you do. And he says, how do you know I've got a limp? And he said, I heard you walk in. I go, whoa, the guy's listening to me walking. <laughs> and I, now you've got my attention. Yeah. And I sat beside him and he knew more about me than I did. He understood me. It was like, whoa, it's just, it was scary. And I had a treatment from that day. And he put a few needles in my, in, my, in my back, neck. And he gave me an adjustment, a spinal adjustment. And I got off the table and I was like, whoa. I was like in another world. I, I've, I know now what he did, but at the time I had no idea because I was... I was a big drinker and a big smoker and a big rugby player and this was way outside that realm. But it was how I felt. I was just like, whoa. And I was floating for days. I felt like I was perfectly straight for the first time. I wasn't limping. And I was just, my whole body, it was like he just released all the tension out of my body. So that day was the last day I ever went to a medical practitioner. I've never been to a doctor since. Wow. When was that? Uh, sure, as I would have been 20, 27. Wow. And I haven't been to one so since. I don't even have a doctor. What I do is for myself now, but because I realised that he knew something that everybody else didn't know. I said, "What? What is you know that?" And he charged me twenty dollars or something ridiculous. And I said, "So when do you want to come and see me?" He said, "No, you're done." I said, "What? Well, visit?" He said, "You'll be fine." And so, uh, wow. and, I, and I was. Everything was right. Everything was perfect. I go, and every time I have something go wrong, I just go and see him. Didn't matter what it was. I just knew he could. He could just help it. So he was. He was the doorway into something that opened a door and go. Well, what's that? It, it, it was an extraordinary experience. And I know what he did at the time because he woke me up. So, so I had a very, very different experience and I know what it is. And that just opened, otherwise it wouldn't know it existed. Mm-hmm. And it was just from making a choice in my life to, to go to somewhere, something different. And then that's opened the door. And then I, I didn't start doing Chinese medicine for another 10 years after that. I was in the military. Okay. I was doing all this other stuff. I was still drinking and smoking, like turning in. And I wasn't ready for that. But I just always just go and see him for medical things. And I knew he was, he was a, a Tai Chi teacher. I knew he didn't smoke, he didn't drink, didn't do any of that. So I was not interested in that at all. And it took me another 10 years and there was an event that happened in my life that my wheel fell off and I've actually done a, a, I did a thing on, on my Facebook page the other day, I think, about the story about that. But I won't go into that story because you didn't ask me that question. Mm-hmm. And so that changed my life. And then so I wanted to go back into more of that one. Because I went to see him and asked him, how can you help me? And he says, well... And he'd been seeing me for over 10 years and never, ever suggested going to a Tai Chi class, ever. And I knew he taught it. And he never suggested it. It was the first time he said, I think you should come and do Tai Chi. And I said, OK. So I went to Tai Chi, and there was just something about that that just touched every, every nerve in my heart. And I thought, well, what's that? And I've been doing it ever since. 30 years, I haven't stopped. It's wow. just magic. And then there was something inside it that just, it was like going home to something I already knew. And just loved it. And yeah, so I've been doing it ever since then. We did my Chinese medicine, become a Chinese medicine doctor. And so I do all the herbal medicine and the physical, physical practice, the Twaina and the Qigong and the acupuncture, do it all. <laughs> it's like going back and doing all of it. But it, all, it just resonates with me, you know. It's something that I, I do and I love. So it's, it's, it's easy. It's not, it's not a hard thing to do when you love something. Yeah. So. Yeah, but that's a short answer to your big yeah, question. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we could, like, from our, from our talk before, I'm pretty sure we could have expanded oh, it. Oh, yeah, we could be. Oh, I, won't, um, I really appreciate you kind yeah. of, like, diving into it. Um, it's just, like, 
there was one point um, in your answer when you said he used just some needles and made a little adjustment and your whole world changed. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, even unconsciously at that point, and I just know it from my own personal experience, when you have those experiences, you realize that there's something more. Mm. There's something more I've, more information about who I am, mm. what that is, what's possible yeah. than what I've received to now, like mm. through the physical, because mm. you were physically active, like you yeah. said, you know, same for me, like back in the days, I was doing bodybuilding, powerlifting, yeah, 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 I was yeah. I was fit, I had muscles, you know, yeah. so I thought I'm healthy and, and I'm, I'm living a balanced life. Mm. But then when you once get in touch with something, which kind of like shift something within you, mm. it's yeah. not just like happening outside of you, it's mm. more like mm. a shift inside mm. that gives you a new insight or mm knowing right like you realize that there's something bigger that there's mm. something which is beyond your like what you can grasp right now mm. so to talk about energy because I think for a lot of people like you said at the beginning it's woo-woo it's like it's <laughs> yeah. kind of like, yeah, like what do you mean like we have the physical body and then yeah. we have the mind and then that's it then even like attaining your classes like you talking about you know the energies in our body the meridians and and how that affects our mm. emotional body and our mm. physical body mm. like i would love to kind of like maybe throughout the years of teaching um maybe you have like a way to kind of like give people a quick insight or not a quick insight but an understanding what traditional chinese medicine is about and, mm. and our energetic systems mm. our meridians and all mm. of that yeah no that's a good good question i just want to go back to you go back to mine i'm going to go back to yours <laughs> the piece about it gave me a glimpse that there was another part of the world that i didn't know mm. it gave me an experience because this was my world this is what i did and i was good at that and then it gave me an experience of okay there's another piece to this but the but i got an experience of it that it's something i felt and never felt in my whole life and it opened up a okay there's something else and when I opened up that door, I realized, oh, it's not just a little bit something else. It's just not just another, it's not another flavor of alcohol. This is a whole different way to live life. Mm. There's another life beside this one. I go, whoa, okay, what's that? And that intrigued me because I'd already done this one. I go, what's that? Mm. And I just want to know what that was. And, if, and I don't think you ever get to the end of it. If you open a door and you just realize you walk into this huge, ever-developing place of possibility, Anything can happen in there, and it does. And it, it is wildly fantastic, and every day is a new day. And I don't, I don't think it'll ever end. It can't, I don't think. So back to the Chinese medicine. The Chinese medicine, the Chinese, how they saw medicine was through, through energy. The Western world does the, um, if you think of the anatomy and physiology of the Western medicine, does you know the, the skeletal system, there's the circulative system, the endocrine system, the mm -hmm. lymphatic system, and they have all these systems laid over the top, and you've seen the charts with all those, and all those things. But the one they didn't do was the energy system. There's no chart for it, but there is in Chinese medicine. Mm -hmm. It's the meridian channels on the mm -hmm. person, but he's by himself. The other ones had all these other ones they discovered, but this one didn't live there. And so I want to know about that one, because they, their belief in Chinese medicine was if you, if you balance the energy up in your body, and you have a lot of energy, there's no dysfunction. All these dysfunctions from the organs, from the heart, lungs, and everything comes because of the imbalance of energy. That's how they saw it. They didn't see it 
that there was a, a problem with the blood. They said they just don't have enough blood or the energy in the blood or the energy that travels with the blood. And so there is always about the energy of it. So, and they spent thousands of years perfecting that. And they're so far ahead of the Western world about it because this is what's been their baby for such a long time. And they're so good at it. And the things they discovered back there thousands of years ago, you still do the same treatment now for the same problem. Never change and get the same results. And get the same results. And so they don't do randomized control studies like they do in the Western world. What they do is case studies, mm-hmm. but not a couple of case studies. They do hundreds of thousands of case studies, same problem, same points, same result. So that's how they built it up. They haven't done this, and I, don't get me wrong, I think uh, randomized control studies are very cool. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great way to look at medicine in a way where it's provable. But they just did it on straight case studies. We do this, this is what happens. And this is whether it's that old person, this young person, male, female, child, adult, you do that, this is what the result is. And they just did it on sheer numbers of case studies. And so then, so it's proven by that. And so then you get to walk into that amount of information on case studies, you know when you put that needle in, that's what's going to happen. And it does. And so it's just magic. But I don't, I don't know if that ever ends because it never stops changing. My understanding of it, or my, I shouldn't say understanding, my experience of it. Uh, I don't know. That the people who discover have my, my tip my hat for the level of conscience those people were to bring that into the world as a way of, of healing inside the world. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of he- amazing healing modalities in the world, but they, they cotton onto it. I don't think there's by any chance, but even though that's a different thing, but yeah, it's ma- it still works today. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah, so that's why I do it. I think you get the body's energy, your body's energy as well, you're balanced out, you have plenty, you're not going to get sick. It's pretty much that simple. How can you get sick if you're full of energy? <laughs> it only happens when you run down and tired and things stop functioning properly because there's no energy to drive it. But when it's funky, now I couldn't say that because there are things that can happen when you're full of energy. Mm. You can have an accident mm. and you can be full of energy, it's still going to hurt you. But if that does happen, you're going to have a lot more energy, you'll heal faster. Mm. So it does have an effect, but there's always something that can have. There's no. Sure. There's sure. no it's th- not that you're like no. superhuman or. No. Yeah. You, there's no hard and fast. You can't say, uh, I don't like absolute language. That yeah. say, you'll always be healthy. Oh, no, even, I mean, I get colds. Everybody, my, my teacher used to get colds. Why not? If you get run down, you're going to get a cold. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. But the recovery rate's different. I pride myself on the moment how fast I heal. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can imagine. I put, a, I put a screwdriver into my fingernail. I was fixing my son's. and went right in close to the bone. It was, and it bled lots. And I wrapped it all up. And within seven days, it was, it's gone. The scar, everything's gone. It's just bizarre. Because the body heals really quickly now. And I've, I've noticed that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a, it's, it's a cool thing. Well, that's what I worry about, of course, is how fast I heal. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. But, but like, like, for me, it's like Don't this... Don't think about that sort of thing. For me, it's like this, like you just said, like, I think we sometimes take this body, and uh, we can talk about our mind, our physical body, our mm. energy body, we just take it as, it's just the body. Mm. You know, it's just something like, yeah, we just have it. Mm. And for me it's like for me i've always been fascinated what i can do with it mm-hmm. first on a physical level that mm-hmm. was my fir- that mm-hmm. i would i would say this was my step into the whole world mm-hmm. and then for sure there was like this mental body like how does my mind work and how does my mind and my my mental state affect my physical body mm-hmm. and then i have to say in this year through you like through trying qigong and i i, I kind of like felt there is something about Qigong I want to try. I want to try. Like, and I did it, and and I could feel that there was like, like you said, a whole nother world where I'm like, 
whoa, this is another <laughs> game changer. Yeah, like, so it's not just the physical, the mental, mm. there's also like the energetic part. And mm. for me, and this is the interesting thing, what I want to share more with my, you know, the people who kind of like follow me and it's like, that you can't separate those things from each other. No. It's like, I love to say, it's one union operating on different frequencies, yeah, right? For sure. And just because we can't see, like we can't actually, we can see energy, right? Because everything well, we is energy. Yeah. But like, even like, and I remember that you were saying like once when, we, when you were doing an exercise, like the heart opening and then, and when you bring your hands together, that, that there are even possibilities to see the energy mm. moving mm. between your hands. and. Mm. And the interesting thing is doing exercises like that and I highly recommend everyone trying Qigong or a form of kind of like an mm. energy movement mm. because you can feel it. Mm. Like you put you do some movements and then you put your hands together and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Right now? <laughs> and you sit there and you can really feel yeah, that yeah, great. the yin part of your hand and the yin part of your hand kind of like they want to push yeah. against each other. So you can feel that there's a resistance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so for me, the question that comes up right now is like, how would you say, how big is this part of what we call the human experience besides the physical and the mental body? Like, mm. would you say that, okay, you already explained it right now that the, the energy body can actually heal the physical body and then also mm. the emotion, but to kind of like get, get a little bit deeper maybe into the mental body and to kind of like our mind, like mm. how much effect has energy healing, movement, mm. kind of like also on our, the mental aspect mm. of our experience. Yeah, that's a good question. So, there's a couple of questions you asked, so I'll, I'll ask. Yeah, 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 I'm, I'm, the first one, I'm definitely like excited <laughs> right now. I get that. So the, the first one was about how big is it, how big is the energy one compared with the other ones? To me, it's huge. Yeah. The, the potential of who we are as energetic body. We're, we're limited in our physical body. See, I was the same as you. I was a sports person when I was a kid. I loved the physical body. I was a gymnast, a rugby player. I did every sport you can think of because I wanted to know what you could do with this physical body, how hard you could push it, how, how much you could do it, and how, how you could even hurt it a lot. Yeah. And I realised you get to the stage where it's so much, but then I open this other door and you go, whoa, it just disappears. The potentiality of the other one is that you can, you can think of somebody on the other side of the world or you can pray for them and you can heal them. Who's that? I want to know who that is. Because if we can do that, what is the potentiality of our, our energy field that can do that to another person and have that effect? I just got a message from somebody that asked me if they could heal their dog for them in New Zealand. And she rang me up this morning and said, thank you. I said, you're welcome. Intention. Intention's like a, an energetic wave. What's that? I, I, I don't even begin to even understand how complex and how amazing that is only that I know it works. So who are we then? Oh, I don't know, just let's disappear into another realm of, of who are we really. I love the piece uh, I was talking about in class the other day when I was doing my, my live class was about the, it's good to train all parts of your body. It's good to go for a walk, it's good to go to run, I go to the gym now and then, I go do swimming, I do things for my physical body. I train my mind and keep my mind alert so I can problem solve. I train all of them, but I train my energy too. Because most people don't train your energy, they train everything else, but they don't train the energy, and I use the Qigong and Tai Chi to train my energy, so my energy stays strong, and there's no blockages, so that part is, is so I do all of it. It just, just takes a lot of time of your day. Mm -hmm. But then, 
my whole day is different because my body is a completely awake at all levels. And I encourage people to, you, you've got to, if you don't do the energy part of your body, you're missing the piece. You're just going to get stuck in the physical piece. You, and don't get me wrong, because in physical, there is always an energetic movement. But when you're doing energetic movement because you are doing that, and that's your intention, mm. then a very different thing happens. And not only does it affect your energy of your body, but it connects the connect with the thing that you're sitting inside of, the energy that lives outside of your body. You're connecting to that because that's part of your practice. So then you change into a different person because of that connection. And that's when you were talking about being you know, as big as you can be. I don't know how big you can be. <laughs> I fixed a dog yesterday. I'm really happy. <laughs> I can't even tell you how I did it, except for I saw the dog, and I imagined the dog, and I went to the dog in my mind, and I gave him some Qigong healing. That's how I did that. How did that work? Well, I don't know. Did it make me sound like a quack? In my mind, it doesn't, because if it worked, it worked. I don't care how it happened. It's just my intention to, to feel compassion for an, an animal, if that works, well, then that's all it is, isn't it? Mm. Why not? Why can't it be that easy? Why does it have to be some technical thing? Maybe it's just that simple. And maybe we can do it for ourselves and somebody on the other side of the world. It's, it's, yeah, it's so true. Um, yeah. And that, that highly resonates with me. Mm. And, and what you said was, was very interesting because you said when you connect with the energy outside of you. So... What is the energy we have inside of us? Like, you know, can we differ dif differentiate it with the energy we have outside of us? Or yes. how would you explain that? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's different. So inside our, inside our body, we have 19 different forms of chi. Nineteen different. Just to clarify, different. chi for someone. Chi, or chi is like energy in our body. So chi is like the Chinese word for energy. It's like life force. And cheese and everything is chief is in every atom. Is cheese and atoms? So that means atoms are in everything. So it's in everything, pretty much. So when you know that we have that much complexity of the different cheese, and they're made up with different cheese, you get chief, you get energy from the food you eat, you get energy from the oxygen you breathe, and they 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 go together those two energies and make another energy that does something else, and then that energy splits into no and one of them does your your. Um, your defensive system, your immune system, the way chi around the body, and then another one does your chi that helps digest food, and so they have all these different plays of this. And if you think of like a car, it has all these different. You have your battery, and then you have all the wires that go off, and some of the wires go through different things, and they cut the the, the voltage right down or the amperage down, and they turn on the little light inside your car. But then some of them, the big power ones, go and turn on the big headlights in the front. So there's lots of things, different different style. We our body's similar to that. We have things that don't use much power. And we have things that use a lot of power, like our heart beating every all the time. Yeah. So, so we, we're this complex piece of wiring. Whoever created this this wiring diagram, this thing's insane. How clever it is! <laughs> I mean, we go back to the head. It heals itself. They haven't worked out how it does that. That's true. I, I thought of something the other day. I hadn't thought of for forty years. I was sitting there, and it came to my mind. I go, whoa! Where did that come from? And it was as clear as a bell. And I hadn't thought of that for at least forty years. And it was just like there, and I go, where, why did that come back to my consciousness? But it's already there, because we remember everything we've done. I just love that. I love the possibility of that. It's just, <laughs> it just doesn't stop. But we, and, and so your life's like this, this discovery of the possibility of, of what we can and cannot do. And our mind, I think, is a, is a beautiful space. It's, sometimes you need to get out of the mind to have some quiet and some peace out of it, but it's, it's, a, it's, 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 a great, it's a great piece of computer. Yeah, like this one. It's a, it has its it has its functions. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they call it memory. 
yeah. that's that's why they call it a hard drive. We have our own hard drive, so we're the similar. So, yeah, it's it's a fascinating subject. The Chinese medicine, mind-boggling how they they got into it. And so you talked about the piece outside. That was the next piece you wanted to know about. Yeah. So if we have the energy inside ourselves, and we get energy from food, and we get energy from the air, well, there must be energy in the air that we're getting energy from. So there's this idea of the yin energy from the ground which goes into the yin energy of the plants which we get energy from and then it's the yang energy of what they call heaven which is everything above the ground like we're sitting in the yang yang heaven's not up there somewhere it's actually we're sitting in it and our feet are touching yin so we have the energy so we're actually sitting inside we're like in water we're an energetic yang water but it's thinner than the water because we can move around differently it's just be like like we're sitting in a big swimming pool underneath it. Wow. So I understand the principle of that. So we're sitting in the energy itself. Yeah. Our body can absorb that. And we can use it goes in and out of that, that place. So we can draw the energy out of that into ourselves and ours goes back out. And we can balance each other out with that. Which is logic to the yin and yang of that. Mm -hmm. And we're balancing the yin and yang from the ground as well with the yin from the ground. So we have this yin yang and we're in the bit in the middle balancing that both energetics out to have this life experience in this physical body with this energetic body having this experience. It's the most amazing piece of equipment we've ever had to say, ever designed this, very clever. And so we get to experience that and understand it and experience different, and Qigong opens up the doors of having energetic experiences mm -hmm. that are beyond running fast or lifting heavy weights. We get to feel things in our body and you feel your arms moving, you go, oh, and I'm not moving my arm and it does it by itself. You go, what's that? And you go, okay, that's not quite right. And you get to see your arms and Qigong teaches you how to let your muscles go and the energy will move your body and you're not moving your body, the energy is doing it and you're watching your body move and it's not you. And you just get to watch it. You did tell it to do that, but now you realise your muscle's not doing it, it's doing by the energy. You go, okay, who's that? There's another part inside me I, I don't even know existed that listens to me. Yeah, but we've never been taught this because we you don't get taught it at school, you don't get taught it. You might have, if you were born in a monastery, you might have been taught it. But if you're not, you're never going to know. And so we're just so lucky as... as European or Western people that we've tapped into some, some amazing piece of teaching that has been handed down. It was kept inside their, their walls for a long time and it still is a lot. But there have been people come out that have opened the door for Westerners to learn this mm. and then to practice it to get the same experiences. Yeah, so wow. there you go. That's, that's yeah. in a short version again. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> and it's so interesting what you said with the muscles because, you know, coming with the background as a personal trainer, mm. You know, you're like, oh yeah, like, you know, it's movement comes from the muscle. But then I remember a class where you said, it's not the muscle that moves first; it's the energy, and then the muscle starts to move. So the the hardest part for me was the first thing to relax my muscle to mm. kind of like to just float instead yeah. of like making a movement which yeah. comes from a muscular kind of like yeah, for sure. And and that was for me definitely something where I was like wow what's going on here you know because mm. like you said you know like talking about energy talking about qigong tai chi it's come it's it's getting way more popular but but like the aspect of understanding that there's a part of us mm. a big part of us like you just said you know which is kind of like interfering with our environment mm. it brings up the question like there has to be something bigger right or even even to get a little bit in more detail we have to be some we have to be something bigger because mm -hmm. how often do we kind of like reduce ourselves to just humans and like but then when we look at the energy right what you just explained mm -hmm. that we kind of like interfere with the environment with mm -hmm. 
sending prayers and people getting mm. better mm. or healing dogs you know mm. like in you like <laughs> there's so many different things you know even manifesting things into your life which people say oh mm. it's just a coincidence but at the end is it or is it mm. really not mm. and i think for me this is a fascinating thing because it's pulling you out of that bubble you may be stuck into mm. believing that you are a no one mm. that you're just like a small human being who it's just on this world to watch Netflix, eat and work. And mm. that kind of like expands your consciousness, mm. your awareness and mm. the view on yourself too. Mm. So what, what would be interesting for me is like, how is your feedback or what would you say from people who kind of like, you know, did Qigong with you, maybe never did it before, but then kind of like, or did your teacher training, like mm. you told me about, mm. like, how was the experience? And you can also, share your personal experience with that but to kind of like expand their view on things because mm. it definitely expands your view on the world on mm. yourself and, and the environment you're living mm. in so so how would you say like did it affect you and even like the feedback from your students how mm. did qigong practice and even like acupuncture or tai chi how did that affect them mm. i think the i think my goal in life it's one of them i have a few mm. I think my, my goal in life is to let people experience something bigger than themselves. Mm. I use that terminology because somebody did it to me. That day I got off the table and I walked out, I realised there was another world that I didn't even know existed. I never walked into that world again for a long time, but I knew it was there. Mm. And so when I went back to it, I already knew it. And I think it's sometimes it's like, I, I, I'm a Matrix person, you know, I love the Matrix movie, and I think what it does is it gives you a glimpse of the other you, the other part of ourselves that we don't necessarily get taught about it. Mm. Because you can't teach it if you don't know it yourself. And so it opened a door that there are people in the world that do know about the other part of yourself. Mm. And so by mistake, you run into them or you're listening to this, it's not a coincidence that you're listening to this. It's nothing to do with you or me, it's to do with the information about knowing this thing exists. Mm. And then going, find another Qigong tree, go, I don't care, it's, it's, not, it's, yeah, not, yeah. It's, not a, it's not an us thing, it's not personal. It's about knowing that there's something else exists in this world bigger than the Netflix and the Facebook, knowing something exists more than going to work and going home and having three weeks a year holiday. That there's a bigger piece of life to experience another piece of life that lives here and most people don't even know it exists. Mm -hmm. And they're living a particular view that this is the way they were shown and taught I'm not saying that that was wrong that they were shown. That's because you can only know, you can only do what you were told or yeah. do what you were shown. I just got show, somebody showed me a different piece and I go, whoa, okay, everybody should know that, but not everybody wants to know it either, and that's okay too. But but people come and ask. I want to give them an experience of something outside of themselves, and they're going to go, well, well, what's that? Like you had too, you know, in your arms. You go, okay, well, I don't. My mind doesn't understand that. So it's not a mind thing. Yeah. It's an experience thing. And I can say things to anybody, I, I don't care what I say because they're just words. But if I can get people to experience something themselves and they have the experience, not, not my experience, I can talk about my experiences all the time, no use to you. Because yeah. your mind's going to try and own it of what yes. it feels like or what yes. it could feel like. Yes. But when you feel it yourself, and you go, you can okay, yeah. what's that? Now, he said that, but I'm feeling it. Okay, that's yes. a different story. It's, it's nothing to do with me anymore, it's to do with you. Yeah. And I just like opening the door of, of having people having experiences in a bigger world there's a bigger piece and then all the stuff that goes on in the world and everything around you and family everything else you realize hang on a second there's a bigger piece than this and we're all part of that and how do we get them to see the big piece because when you see the big piece the little pieces aren't so important anymore 
and you can see the, the possibility of where we could go as a human being. I don't know if it ends, as I say, I don't think it ends. But just the possibility, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by the possibility of who we really are energetically. I don't know. I don't know. Ask me, ask me next week, I'll tell you a different couple more classes, I'll tell you a different, different answer. I don't know. But I just love the investigation of just letting it open itself. It opens itself by itself. It keeps bringing new things to me to see and experience. I don't even ask for it, it just keeps coming. It just, every time I do a class, it's a new experience, something else happens. Don't even know what it is, and it happens on the day. I got it the other day on Facebook. I, I filmed, I don't know if you, oh, last Thursday I filmed the, the live class, which I do. And then straight after that I go on Facebook Live and I, I take a piece out of the class and I talk about the piece of the class that I did and, and to give it to people. Because and, and, I, I like giving exercise away to people because I mean I want to share a piece of the, the nugget that happened in the class because not everyone wants to do the whole class. And during that piece I guess something else came up that didn't come up in the big class. <laughs> I got, a, I got so a really, something, I got something good in the class with that one and I said, oh, damn. That's not good, because the people who did the other class are not going to get this piece. So I went back and told her, you need to go and watch the Facebook one too. There's another piece that uh, wasn't on that one. It, it was meant to be. It was, and it fascinated me, and it made me laugh, because I did the, that piece of the exercise, and I said, oh, I, you know, I did the whole class and it, we took to it. But I did a piece in the class which I had, didn't have any intention of doing, the, the little piece on Facebook, the little live piece. And I, and I, I did something, I go, oh no, I can't show you that. Because if I show you that, I'm going to have to explain what happened. And if I explain what happened, it's going gonna, it's gonna to affect the whole class. And I said to the people, I said, well, I, I, I've shown you two, so I have to show you the whole thing. So I showed them the whole thing, and halfway through, I said, well, now I can't tell them why they're going to do this, because in the whole class, it led up to it. Mm. It led up to that. And to get the full effect of that, you needed to do the whole class. But if I told you what happened now, it wouldn't be out of contents. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't you get the same. You wouldn't get yeah. the same experience. So I said, "Oh, I can't. I can't do that." It's like, "Oh, if you want to have the whole experience, go and do the class. You know, go and pay money and do the class." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, this is so not right. And I said, "I'll tell you what. I put it up. So I put the whole class up on Facebook, oh, so wow. people could do it. And it was all about purpose, about how to discover your purpose." And I said, "I'll just put it all up because you, you got to, I can't leave you hanging like that. It's not fair." And so I put the whole class, and people have done the whole class on Facebook and come back and they've, they've messaged me and it's been fascinated. I love it how that works. But it was interesting that I, I got a, a big piece that I didn't get in the first class, I got it in the little one, and I thought, well, look at that. And I'd never done that before, that particular exercise. I discovered two things in that exercise in those two classes, back to back. In 30 years of doing that exercise, I've never experienced wow. two different things. Wow. And it just opened up the whole door of those things. I'm like, whoa, what's that? That's, that's what keeps growing. Yeah. It never stops. Every time you train, something else happens. It just keeps going. Like, for me, like when I think about my doing Qigong practice or getting in touch with that energy, right? For me, it's like it's not out of this world. I know that, but it's it's like magic, right? Yes. It's like, yes. It's like yeah. you when you when you watch a magician doing his thing, you, know, you just get like, how? How is that? There's this excitement about mm. life, about, mm. and and it's the same for me personally when I do those exercises. When I when I can feel that there's something which I'm like, what what the hell is going on? What is that? And this excitement for me, I think it's a beautiful way also to 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 
ground yourself and mm. to kind of like bring yourself back into the present, right? Mm. To mm. become the observer and mm. and to not just try to kind of like do something specific to get it back. No, you're just like you just you're just so kind of like involved into mm. the experience that you forget about the past and the future. Like mm. you're so present in mm. that moment. Mm. Which I think also that's why I love Qigong because it brings you like it kind of like connects you with the present, mm, right? It does. And and to kind of like go a little bit deeper into that topic, like because I believe that's what a lot of people or that's what yeah, a lot of people liking right now to kind of like be in the now, be in the present mm. moment and to kind of like just flow with life and mm. instead of like drifting off into the past mm. or going all the way into the future like most of the people like mm. still stuck in the past and then they want to achieve something in the future mm. to pull themselves up mm. out of the past they can't see the beauty of what's happening mm. in life right now mm. so for me qigong or doing that kind of exercise it also helps me to kind of like taking a big inhale and a back a big exhale mm. and we were talking about before you you said to me Please mention time. <laughs> the time he said, story. "Please mention time and, yeah. and, and to talk about the present moment, right? Yeah, like, yeah. which kind of like says that time is just a concept. So, yeah. so you you just told me like, please, please tell me. Oh, could you ask? Remember ask? me. Remember yeah. me about time, and, yeah. and I would, you I would love to. I would yeah. love to dive into that. So I'm pretty sure it. it I'll, I will. I will because you were, we were talking about it, and I, and I thought I'll, I'll give you an example of that. So, but I thought it'd be a nice thing to share with people. But there's another piece before then, please, which please, which is about please. the because well, if you open the door about be the Always. the present moment or being here, yes. you know, Eckhart totally brought this into the consciousness into the world about the power of now being present, and he discovered this presence and that this his teaching into the world. It's not his own. He's not the only one who brought has brought this into the world, but he. He's become quite famous with the understanding because he understands it so well because of his own experience he had of it. And so, if we think of the, our mind likes to distract us from the present moment. Mm -hmm. It likes to bring past things into the present moment. It likes to bring present things into the present moment. So there is no space where because we're in right here, right now, the mind's got nothing to do because nothing's happening unless it goes about thinking about something or unless it goes to think of what I'm going to do. But right here, there's nothing for it to do. So the present moment is a place where the mind's quiet. And so understanding that and, that and the separation of that, to have that place where you can just be present to yourself. Qigong's really good for that because Qigong brings you back into your body. So your mind stops wandering, you, you start feeling things in your body, so you're right present of what's going on inside you now. And it's hard to go anywhere else because I'm too busy feeling my legs moving. Mm. And so it, it's a great way to practice living in the presence. And so you can do that. So about the, I just wanted to bring that up because I thought it was good, but go on to that, the time doesn't no, exist. Amazing. The time doesn't exist thing. So <laughs> this, is how I, this is how I teach people this one. So, and I say this to you and I say this to everybody else watching. So if you could imagine yourself um, being outside the planet, sitting outside in space, outside the planet, and the planet Earth's over there, so you can see the planet Earth over there with its blue seas and things, and you're sitting over here, and you're looking at the sun. Is there any day or night? <laughs> there isn't, is there? No, no, there isn't. No. The, you can only be looking at the sun right now, and it's the present moment only thing that exists, looking at the sun. It, it can't be anywhere else. But if you look back at the planet that's spinning around, they have this idea of day or night, because it's spinning. 
But the truth is the whole world is in the same second that you are. It has to be, doesn't it? Can't be anywhere else. No. So you look at the sun at this second, you look at the planet, that's in the same second I am. So everybody in the world is in the same second you are. Everybody in the planet right now is the same second you're in. We've just created time because we're spinning, we have this day and night thing, but the truth is you can't be anywhere else but except looking at the sun. And there isn't any other space, it's impossible. It doesn't exist. So if you know that, then when you're sitting here, everybody in the world right now in this 7.5 billion people are sitting in the same second you are on the planet. Isn't that cool? Yes, and they're all thinking too. <laughs> That's amazing. And they're all experiencing energy and they're all connected to this one big planet that's in the same second. This every fish, every animal, every bird is all in the same second. This is what it's about, right? Like Isn't that fantastic? Connecting to the bigger, like, Yeah, understand there's something bigger. bigger. Because, like, the first thing that came up to me when you, what you just said was, like, for sure, like, you know, oh yeah, I'm here in this time zone. Oh, I'm in their time zone. It's such such a sudden separation, mm. but it is. Mm. But then you just explaining, like what you just explained, like it kind of like shows that at the end when we, like, it it shows this this connection we all have. Mm. You know what I mean? It shows this energetic connection. Like it it shows this connection we we have on so many layers, mm. and. See, my, see, what's your mind trying to own this? I love it. So, so what, when you do that, I watch people's minds trying to go, because ah, it, it's not a mind thing, you see, because the, the mind knows that what I said is logically correct. Your mind tries to conceptualize it. Tries, right? It tries to make it that it's, it can't be that easy. Yeah, yeah. And it's going, so there's a fish in the bottom of the Tongan Trench right now, mm. and, and it's, it's five kilometers deep in the water swimming around. It's in the same second we are. Can't be anywhere else. There's a jaguar in the middle of the Himalayan moments or a white leopard walking around same second we are right now. And when you get that hold of that, okay, so then what's that then? And time's been man-made, made-time concept because of the rotation of the planet, the day-night idea. But we can only be ever wherever you are. You can't be anywhere else. You're still outside the planet looking at the sun all the time. Well, except if you're sleeping, of course, you're not looking at the sun, but it's still there, it's still there but the same second still. So that then it pushes the whole time existence thing out. It goes, okay, that's how now your mind's trying to work that it's out. Your mind is going <laughs> it crazy. can't work it out because the mind no, doesn't live awesome. there. And it doesn't, when you're looking at the sun, present moment, now what's the mind going to do? There's nothing for it to do because yeah. it's the fact. Yeah. I can think of the planet or I can think of something else. No, if you want to, or you can just look at the sun and be in the present moment. Yeah. Nothing for it to do. That's definitely a really amazing example to actually describe yeah. that. I love it when you talked about being at the beach. So you got into the beach. When you were at the beach the other day and you're looking at the green sea and you're with your dog and the golden sand and you're sitting there and you look out at the water and you go, whew, right here, right now. Yeah. This is it. There's nothing else. It's right here. I think we sometimes, this is, we were talking about that before. Yeah. It's perfect. We, we are sometimes like so, we sometimes don't believe that it's that easy. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like we sometimes get so trapped by thinking that we have to do something. Yeah, for sure. To whatever it is, mm. to, to, to live or to just, mm. you know, like it's, it's and, and then doing, no matter what it is, doing all kind of practices, mm. you know, it's not just yeah. Qigong, but yeah. it's, it's like doing just all kind of, of practices. Yep. It just, it just, it helps you. And I love that because a lot of people talk about 
reconnecting. Mm. But a teacher of mine, he loves to say it's a recognition. Yeah. Because it's already there. You don't re reconnecting is all again doing something. If you're reconnecting, you're you're dead. So if you reconnect, you must be dead, because how can you be disconnected? Yeah, this is the thing. It's not it's even possible. Po not right? even possible. If you're disconnected, you're not here anymore. Yeah, it's 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 just like, <laughs> but it's also like it's such yeah, a beautiful example great, again for our great. mind yeah. to kind of like our mind tries to conceptualize like yeah. intellectual everything. You yes, know, like no, 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 no. There has to be like, but then this thing like then when you want to sit and sit at the beach, you just look at the. You just look at the sun, or you look at the sunset, the water, whatever yeah. moving, the wind, the, you feel the yeah. breeze. You just sit there and you just you forget about everything. Yeah. How many people have that? Like look, watching a sunset mm. and being so in flow with life, mm. and then they fall back into old patterns, and then they create that resistance again because True. they believe they have to achieve something. Right? True. Yeah. That's and that's a different piece. That's that's about why you think you're here. That opens a very different door of conversation. I just want to bring peace back to that. You can sit in a busy office. You can be standing on a busy street in New York with thousands of people walking past. You can be in a, in a stadium, a sports stadium with thousands, and you can sit there and just be present. You can sit in your office with all the people clicking and clanging. You sit there and you can stop typing and look up and just feel yourself and just be present. And go, there I am. Okay, back in my mind, I need to problem, solve that problem. I fill yeah. the problem and then stop and walk to the thing. And as you walk off to the smoker room, you say, here I am in my presence. Yeah. Hi, Joe, how is it going? Good. Just keep walking in that space because we can. It's just you need to know that we can do that. We just get caught in our mind. So our mind walks to the smoker room and our mind walks back. Well, our mind walks on the computer, let the computer go, go back in my heart, stand up in my heart and walk off as me, not, a, not walk off as a mind. Mm. I walk off as me, the all of me at one thing, and I feel me walking. I don't feel my head walking. Usually, when the head walks, you don't notice the rest of the body's just following the head. That's true. That's <laughs> in a weird, weird way. But I'm not saying everybody does that, but I'm just no, saying where no. I've done it myself. I know it well. I just yeah. know what it looks like when you don't do that. So I've got something to compare it with. I know both sides, and that's that's only two sides. There's more than those sides, of course. When you want to experience that side, right? Well, then you experience. You realize you have a choice. You have a choice which way you want to do, and so you have a choice with everything. I think it's really important. So you can choose to have a different experience. Yeah, something like that anyway. Be at the beach. Yeah. Or be in the office with all the people. Like, like what I would, like, just, like I don't know if that just popped into my head right now. Like a question I would, I would love to ask you is nature, right? When we go into nature, like there is this kind of like ease. There is this. And I'm not talking about taking pictures at the beach with your phone being distracted again. I mean like really going for a walk in the forest, mm -hmm. sitting at the beach, watching the sunset. Maybe, I don't know, maybe you have an explanation, but what is it, why is nature so, let's say, healing? Or why, mm -hmm. does it affect our, the energy, what we were talking about, our yeah. internal energy, like in a way that we kind of like enter a frequency, mm -hmm. which is more calm, which is like higher or... Mm -hmm. So, so nature itself is alive. Mm. So we go, we'll go into that part. We'll go into the, you said the forest. We'll go into the forest. Everything's alive. The trees are growing. Mm. The bushes are growing. They're, they're breathing in and out. They're, it's alive. So when you walk into a forest, it's just really easy to sit there in your physical presence and then tap into the energy of your body and then just you can feel that. Mm. It's alive. Now you go into a jungle, go, oh, 
same thing, slightly different character, mm. has a different feel, mm. yeah. you know? Go down to the beach, energy, the waves coming up, you go, hmm, same thing, different character, slightly different thing, but still energy. Mm. So we just get, you get used to be able to tap into, so the, the whole, the animals, everything, they're all in a certain frequency of, of vibrational life. And then there's humans, and somehow or other we've disconnected ourselves from that vibration. But if you really want to get back to our, our human vibrational energy, it's so easy to do in a nature because it's bigger than you. Mm. But if you're around lots of people, that vibration's bigger than the nature. But if you're in nature, it's so much bigger. You're at the beach, that sea's bigger than you. Mm. You can get a thousand <laughs> people standing on the beach, and it's still bigger than a thousand people. Yeah. So you can still feel it. But when you're in a room with a thousand people, or there's one little plant, now nature's fighting for the vibration to override all the vibrations of all the people with the thoughts and ideas going on in the, in the room. So nature's just such an easy way to tap into it. Because you can just, it's palpable, you walk into it, I love it, I go into it, and the forest, mm -hmm. I stop, and I just go, and you can smell it besides just the fact that you, you can, can feel it. With, with and, you can, and you can feel this life, and then you can also feel whether it's inviting you in or not. Because mm -hmm. when it knows that you know that it knows that you know, it's a weird thing. It, it knows you're there and it knows you know. And you sit there and it goes, <sighs> and then you walk inside it. Now it's the same thing when you go, if you go snorkeling. Mm -hmm. You go into the snorkel, as soon as you go to the snorkel, the fish run away. How do they know? Why do they, everybody scared of humans? I don't know. Maybe they think we look like a shark. I don't yeah. know. But they will run away. Yeah. But when you just hang in the water, that's true. And just sit there and I have no intention just to watch and just be part of that and vibrationally part of the energy field that you're, they will come back. And they just swim around you and they don't care anymore. Because there's no threat to the vibration, because so, you join the energetic of it. So when you're in nature, you're, and I say it's just such an easy way, it's an easier place because it's bigger than you. So the energy field's bigger than you, so it's easier to tap into something bigger. And you can sit there and go, ah. It's not like that plant sitting there, I just, I always put a plant in here. That plant's alive, it's alive. I had it sit between us before, but it was a bit big, so we moved it. But it's in here, it's alive. Yeah. It has a character, it has, it has a soul as such. Yeah. I mean, we, we do eat them, unfortunately, but then we have to eat something. Yeah. But that's alive and it's growing. It might yeah. not be growing at a speed we can see, but it's still alive, we know it is, yeah, because we, yes, tomorrow we go, it's bigger, so something happened. <laughs> Some, something's, yeah. something's happening, so it is. So we, we're tapping into that as a human being, we're tapping into the, to that the energy of the forest and realizing we're energy too. And hang on a second, there's a compatibility, there's a connection between the two of us. It's not my, I'm not connecting the forest with my head. I'm connecting with my physical body and my energetic. I can feel me and I can feel that. And just opening the door of, of what that looks like. And then you open it up and you're in the water and you're lying in the water and the water's holding you up and you go, oh, this energy's holding me in the water. And I can feel the energy of the water. What's that? Because it's billion efficient in it. Because that bit of water you're sitting in is touching every other piece of piece of sea in the whole world. There's no place where the sea doesn't run into itself somewhere, and you're sitting in that, and every fish is in that, and you're sitting in it. So how much is energy in the, in the water then? It's huge. Wow. And the funny thing is the water, the water purifies you, it heals you, it balances your energy out. That's why people always go, go to the beach, always feel good after coming back from a swim. Because it's a healing thing, because it balances your energy out, and then it's bigger than you are. So it has this feeling and this, this ability. That's why people always feel good after being for a walk in the field, in the bushes, in the jungles, in the, in the forest, because it's bigger than you. So it has an effect on your energy. That's cool, eh? Yeah, it's this is wild, isn't it? It's, it's, Where does it stop? I don't know. 
Yeah, <laughs> I think it does. But, but I think, and the beautiful thing, and that's why I'm already so grateful for this conversation, because mm. when you now connect the dots, and you, what you just said, like, you enter, like, an energy, an energy mm. field, which is bigger than you. Mm. So, if I can create an environment for myself, and I'm not talking about that you have to leave, that you have to move out to Bali or whatever it is, mm. but if you consciously create an environment through physical practice, mm. through creating a place where you stay, where you feel comfortable, where you mm. have some plants, where you have some, you know, you can, like, you can, like, affect your life with that mm. positively, like, in a very positive way, like, yeah. like, so tremendously. For mm. me, it's like, like when you when you just said that, I was like, you know, when people ask like, they, a lot of people they always ask, like, what can I change? What can I change? What can mm. I do? What mm. can I do to, to make a change? Because we always think we have to do something, mm. but then just changing the environment isn't mm. that you have to change a lot about yourself, mm. but changing the environment around you affects you already, mm. and then maybe even making the changes you want to do in your life to. Follow your dreams, mm. follow your calling, creating the reality mm. you want to create. It becomes way more easy, mm. you know, because we all know being at the beach, being mm. at the wa walking in the forest, if you feel this ease, like mm. you're in flow with life, it's mm. not that you are like, like ten it's like mm. before, let's say you were in the office all day, you feel this tension, mm. and then when you for go sure. somewhere, or you do, if it's yoga, practice, going to name, it's like this. Yeah. And and I think for me, you know, talking about connecting with something bigger, mm. it just shows that it's it's like an interconnection. Mm. Like it shows you that there is not actually a separation at all. Mm. It's not that this is this is the outside, that's me. Like for sure, physically it seems that there's mm. a separation, a distinction, but when we look deeper, when we go into that energy, when we go into the level of energies, it's like we are all influencing it. Our thoughts, what mm. we do, our mm. actions, our words, everything has an effect. Mm. Everything influences each other, the environment, whatever it is. And, and I think it just opens up, it opens up yourself to see that there's way more to explore. Mm. There's way more about you. There's way more about the environment, nature. Mm. And, and I think the most beautiful thing for me is you don't feel like a lonely human being which is totally disconnected from everything and every, mm. everyone around you. Kind of like, like you said at the beginning, you walk yourself home. You know, you realize that you are part of everything and everything is part of you. Mm. And I think that when you once realize that you you want to live in harmony with that, right? Mm. You want to you realize, okay, it's about being in harmony, being in balance. Mm. And yeah, like to be honest, I'm I'm, I'm quite speechless right now. <laughs> I, I'm definitely That's very cool. So there's a couple of there's a couple of pieces. So I always say, because we can look at nature being in nature as the key, that you go into nature and that's where you find this place. 
it is an easy place to find it, but most of us don't live there. Most of us don't live in the bush. We don't live in the forest. We don't have our, a, a log cabin in the forest somewhere. We don't have that. We live in suburbia. We live in around lots of people. You can have that same connection to something bigger than you in a cardboard box. Mm. It's just your mind. Your mind says, that, oh, it's got to be this way. It's better. No, no, it's just different. Your mind's trying to keep you away from this place because when you go into this place of connection in the cardboard box to your field in the cardboard box and the energy of the cardboard box mm. and the energy outside the cardboard box, yes. when you do that, your mind's got nothing to do. It doesn't want you to know this because then it's going to lose its power. Because when you're living in presence, there's nothing for the mind to do because it remembers things and it plans things. It doesn't live in the presence. It doesn't know how to do that. There's nothing for it to do. So it doesn't want you to know that it's this easy, that you can sit in a cardboard box and still be connected to the oneness. Why would it want you to know? It doesn't want you to know that. It wants you to think that's not it. You've got to go into nature. You've got to make things happen. You've got to go into the beach. You you have have to you've got to do something. Yeah, no, no, no. You can just stop right now, wherever you are, wherever people are watching this right now. So stop. Feel their body. Take a breath in and breathe out and just be sitting in it. It's just that simple. And then your mind goes, no, don't do that. <laughs> do that, you'll unemploy me. I won't have a job anymore. Yeah, yeah. But it, it is that simple. And what it takes is practice to learn how to do that. Nothing else, just practice. Because you practice how to get it busy, you've got to practice how to get it quiet. It's pretty, you can meditate, you can do whatever you like, whatever practice you do. And I'm saying, I'm, I'm not the only, there's millions of people teaching this. It's just, it's just an understanding. So, so people give them a, a choice. And you can be anywhere, anytime, and just be in that space, sitting on your scooter. And the million people down the Empasar here in Bali with us, thousands of scooters sit there, and I can just feel myself, yeah, so and I can easy. feel the energy of everybody else. I'm just part, and we all move off, and we're in the flow of this, this big mm -hmm. sea of people, and energetic bikes and energy of people, and just be part of it. And people go, oh, there's so much traffic. Yeah, it's okay. It's just energy moving. Yeah, and just let it be what it is and, and travel inside it and then get out when you want to get back into it when you want to it's yeah. like a sea I remember when I was in India and the, the traffic's like insane in India if you've been in India yeah. it's just outrageous <laughs> and, and there's the people they're going past like six deep cars and they, they want to go across the road and the guy just pushes the scooter out slowly like this and then they stop and then, <laughs> put it, then they stop and then push it out and they stop and then they go behind him and then they go behind him and he goes across the other side of the road and they, they stop and he goes and they stop and he gets the other side and drives off and everybody's happy. Nobody got upset because that's just otherwise how on earth are you going to get across that road? <laughs> There's no gap. You No gap to wait. You just push out until somebody just stops for you. I just love it. I think there's something, there's something about life around that, that, that understanding of that, that life will just keep moving around you. You don't have to stop it, it will stop mm. for you mm. if you just keep moving. Mm. It'll do it for itself. There's something really beautiful, poetic about the principle of that. And they do it here in Bali too, you know, you go to some of the intersections here, no lights, no, no nothing, lovely. and they've got about a thousand yeah, people going, yeah, yeah. and they all just weave in and out to each other, and off they go, weaving in and out, off they go, and nobody gets angry, nobody gets angry. You definitely see the Westerners, like, oh, they get really angry. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that, yeah. and they're just, they're just moving in and out. They, and they just flow, and you yeah. can even see they, they, they're not bothered. It's just, it's it doesn't just matter. We're going to get through it anyway, so it doesn't matter. what, what yeah. Getting angry is not going to make any difference. Yeah. Everybody's going to get through it in one time or another. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, and when they put a policeman on there to start directing traffic, yeah. it gets worse. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I when when so a human weird. interferes with that, yeah. all of a sudden you get backed up either way because he's telling you, but if you let them do it by working out themselves, it, it works better. Yeah. 
There's got to be there's got to be something about the principle of that is right, especially if you go to Jungu, you know, it's like over yeah. there. You get a policeman on one of those intersections, that just stops. But if they're not, it actually goes better. Yeah, there's just so what flow. is it? What is it about that that the, the humans interfering with a natural flow of things? And that's probably is symbolic of the whole world in somehow, somewhere probably deep yeah. deep and meaningful. I don't know. It could be. Definitely not. It's like no, but like <laughs> I, I I I really like what you said. Like, yeah. Because thinking that you have to do something, thinking that you have to go into nature, something. Yeah. I think you know, going into nature, doing practices. Yeah. It's a, like you said, it's a beautiful practice yeah. to see and to kind of like tap into that on a more frequent basis. Yeah. So actually, what's there all the time, but which is more in the background. Yeah. Let's say like this, yeah. you slowly start to bring it more to the forefront, which then becomes more present. Then you realize, mm. well, whatever I sit here with you right now. If I'm on my scooter, if I have to do work, or I'm sitting at the beach, I can just be in the same place. Yeah, you don't have to go anywhere. That's that's the beautiful thing, yeah. and, and it's definitely a big, big thing for our mind too, because we always think that no, it can't be that simple. It can't, it can't be, be that, that easy. easy. You know <laughs> what I mean? It can't be. You have to do something. You can't just breathe in and breathe out and relax and feel your body and then your body just dissolves into the thing. It can't be that easy. We've got to, we've got to do something. Surely you've got to do something to make that happen. You can't just, no, if it's it, that easy, yeah. why, is, why am I spending so much effort yeah, yeah, <laughs> if it's yeah, just that yeah. easy? And then, then, and then at one point, like on my journey, you have to admit to yourself that you have fooled yourself. You know what I mean? Like in a way, that, <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. not in a negative way, yeah, but no, then like, that, yeah. yeah, like, I thought I have to do all those things, yeah. but at the end I don't have yeah. to. And then we come back to making a choice, right? Yeah, so it's making a choice. This plot, like this yeah. place where you're like, okay, I can make a choice. Yeah. I can make to do those things because yeah. I love to do them and not yeah. because I believe I have, have to. Have to do it, yeah. And that's this a makes big, a big change. It's right? a big thing. Do it because you know you can, not because you have to. And it reminds me about a quote I love to share. And I once saw it in a documentary and it says, every time you wake up, you lift your head from your pillow, remember that you already have everything you need. Yeah, very cool. And it's totally it's, agree. It's, 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 it doesn't mean that you can't cry for something, you know what I mean? But but at the end, like what we were just talking about, what a lot of people are looking for right now mm. through following gurus, through doing different practices, mm. doing all kinds of things to kind of like become more conscious and like mm. even my I remember myself like Two and a half years ago, someone asked me, what is your goal? And I'm like, I want to become enlightened. That was my, like, yeah, I want to become enlightened. And, and now I, I, I love, like, not laugh at it in a way, in a negative way, but I, I look at it and I realize that, bro, you already, yeah. you've always been. But you've got to love your enthusiasm to ask that question, yeah. though, don't you? It's a great question. I have people ask me that in class. Yeah. And, and I always ask the same, well, why do you want to be enlightened? Yeah, 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 this what's, is the thing. What's the point? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a good question. Are you going to get something from that that you don't already have? I'm just checking. And you never experienced that. No. This is the thing. You think there's something well, which th will give you something, but you've never been actually in touch with it. You mm. can actually say you want that. Yeah. You know, it's well, like, I want outside. this meal, but I have no clue how it tastes. So how yeah. do you know that you want it? Yeah. Because it's, the con it's our mind again. Our mind tries to kind of like... It has a picture about it that it will give you release. It will give you pleasant. It's trying to keep your mind employed as well yeah. too. So it's going to give your mind something to do. That's the 
It can't be that easy because you don't have to do that. Uh, yeah, it can't be that easy. No, 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 because then the mind's, the mind's going, no, you don't want to know it's easy. Don't do that. Don't think how easy it is. That's not a good idea. What am I going to do if you find out how yeah. easy it is? It's fascinating. It's a great, it's a great subject. And see, see Qigong, we go back to the Qigong. Yeah. The, yeah. Qigong, the Qigong is, oh, we can talk all day about this, it's great. I know, I know. But the Qigong is just a vehicle. It's not the only way of doing this. It's just a way. And it's the way I do because I was taught it. And so I do that and I pass that on. But there's lots of ways of finding this. This is not the, the beginning the end. Right way, yeah. No, there's no right way. It's just a particular way. And I like it because it's a physical way. I'm a physical person. So I get to have physical experiences. And if I have physical experiences, then my mind now knows what it feels like, so now I can change my mind. But if I try and change my mind without any physical experience, now I'm just trying to talk my mind to believe in something. Mm -hmm. But if it's had a physical experience, now it knows something. It's not a belief anymore. It's actually, it's, it comes from wisdom, because it go, I felt that. I don't know what it is, but I felt it, so now that, that door's open. Now there's another door open. And I, li and I like that. And my teacher, I think, the, from the monastery school that I teach from, part of the philosophy is to... Physically, to let go physically is the easier way. Mm. Physically letting go, mentally letting go, spiritually letting go. It's easier physical to let your physical body go, to have that experience of physically what it feels like to actually let go is the easiest way to do it, mm. to get your mind to understand what mm. it feels like. Otherwise, mm. you're trying to tell your mind, oh, let go, and the mind goes, yeah, I have no idea what that means. And then it's like a ripple effect. <laughs> yeah, but then it tries to make shit up that it's got to let go of. Yeah. And then it tries to have an experience, a mental experience of letting go, which is not what letting go is anyway. So it's just it becomes your own downfall. You're trying to, when well, you're trying to make letting go happen, which is dichotomy. Yeah. <laughs> How could you try to let go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're trying to do something you're trying to not to try. Yeah. Uh, Tony Robbins, I remember Tony Robbins said, you, you know, you can't try. You either do or you do not. Yeah. Actually, Yoda used the same expression. There, there is no try. You no. do, you do or you do, do not. not. <laughs> there is no not. try. You can't try to do something. You either do it or you don't. Yeah, it reminds me about the quote <laughs> from Alan Watts. Yeah. And okay. he said once, the moment you try to be natural, you're not natural anymore. Yeah, right. yeah it's the trying, it's it, the problem. It, it, it's but like that's the mind, you see. The mind's still yeah. trying to do something. Yeah. It's beyond mind. Yeah. Just let it be. It's already happening anyway. And Get I out think, of the road. And I think to dive into, you know, what's out there, like, like this oneness, like we were talking about, it's not something that our mind can grasp. Our mind is a result that it came yeah. out of this oneness, but... You can't understand, it, it's not possible. So doing a practice like Qigong, for example, where you get physically experienced that, like it helps to quieten your mm -hmm. mind mm -hmm. to kind of like calm it down and then to experience to kind of like, and it's super hard to, to explain, right? But everyone who experienced it, everyone who did it once, if it's Qigong, if it's like just mm -hmm. walking at the beat, whatever mm -hmm. it is, you can't explain it. Mm -hmm. It's not. Your mind can't explain it. You're just no, there and mind. you're just present. Beyond mind. That's why the first verse of the Tao Te Ching says, if you can explain the eternal Tao, it's not the eternal Tao. <laughs> it's not it's, possible. It's beyond, you cannot put words. It's like coming out of your dream state and you try and explain to somebody a dream you had. It never sounds the same as what the dream was like, yeah, does it? It's, the same, it's exactly that principle. Yeah. You can't explain something that's not explainable. Yeah, so, so I, can, like, I can highly... Yeah, I can great. highly invite every single one to, and, and I'm just talking about my own personal experience, yeah. to really try that kind of practice mm. too. To kind of like try Qigong mm. once or Tai Chi or some kind of like physical practice mm. that gets you in touch with that mm. part of you which you maybe haven't been in touch with. Mm. And to kind of yeah. like 
get in touch with that magic and to kind mm, of like see sure. that there's more than what we think. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's what more than we think, and you, that's the emphasis of what we think. So, so I just want to, there's another piece that came to me just because I, yeah, I get it just as fast as you get it. So there's a piece to it that, that sometimes we think Qigong, oh, you've got to go slow and you've got to meditate and everything's slow moving. You can be going flat out at 200 kilometers an hour and be in the same place. It doesn't have to be slow. Yeah. You can be at work where you're frantically going flat out but inside yourself is mm. quiet. Mm. Even though your mind's working, you're mm. solving a million things, but inside there is this peace yeah. and quiet. So we, it's got to get away the notion, oh, Qigong, you've got to go so, oh, I don't want to go. So, so you, you have to do everything slow now, and yeah, well, I know what you they, mean. They, they do the slow so, so you can hear, so you can find some, the gap. But when you know the gap's there, you can do, and I hear, um, I think it was, was it either Valentino Rossi or it was Michael Schumacher saying that they're going like 240 miles an hour and they break within the same meter of the corner at 200 miles. They hit the footprint yeah. the same meter or a couple of meters every time. And he says, I'm not doing it. Something moves my foot for me. He said, and in that space, we're going that fast, that everything's really, really slow because my mind's not in that place. I'm, I'm free. So, so to say that it happens in this, it, it, don't get me wrong, it does happen in the quietness, but it can happen in the noise. Definitely. It can happen in a place where you're going flat out and then all of a sudden it goes, it opens up and go, oh, what's that? So it's, it, it's not, I always like to say that to people because people think that there's only one way you can discover this. Sports people do that. It's when they're in the zone, right? They, that's yeah. a classic example of when you know they've been a sports person. And uh, I saw a, a gridiron player the other day, and I, I love watching people that are extraordinary at their sport. And there was, a, there was an ad where they throw the ball and he puts his hand up and catches the ball. But there was another one where the guy, somebody hit a baseball, and, and it was the, we an interview with the, the person, and you see the person behind them, and they hit the ball, and it goes straight towards him and he just puts his hand out and catches the ball, yeah, stopping yeah, hitting yeah. her in the head. And he just puts his hand out and grabs it and then just throws it and like that. That's the same place. Yeah. Inside that place, inside that speed, it still works. It's, it's everywhere. Yeah. It's just an understanding what it is because our mind doesn't, wasn't there at that time. No, wait, your mind couldn't understand. That's beyond mind. There was something else interfered with that, so he did that to stop that ball hitting her in the head. That. Mm. That speed. So it's not, it doesn't have to be a slow thing. People that do sports long, people that do repetition sports over and over and over again. And that guy doing the gridiron pass, so I'll go back to that, and he threw the ball. And he threw the ball into a gap. There was nobody there. And then the guy reached across and grabbed it and scored. And he goes, how did you know? He says, well, he could have gone that way, but that guy was covering him. He could have gone that way. He could have gone back when the guy was covering the back. Could have gone. There was only one place we could go there, so I just threw it where he was going to go. And I knew that he knew that I knew that he was going to go that way. And that, and that, inside the speed of all these people running around trying to kill you, <laughs> trying to jump all over you, he just went woof and threw it to nowhere. And then he said, and then he went back and showed you what was going on in his mind in that split second. That was the only thing I could go in. He, he knew that was what, that, what I was going to do. That, same thing, at a million miles an hour, mm -hmm. same thing. So I always, I like to bring that. It's, it isn't just in this place of slow. Slow is just one of the places you can access yes, it. Yes. And you know that, you know I, that. I think it's, it's I'm really it's grateful that you point. bring that up. Yeah, because like a point. lot of people, and, and I've been there, like, oh, I have to do everything consciously. And so I have to make everything super slow that I'm aware yeah, yeah, yeah. that I enter this space. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not I'm not saying that this is not a, a, a helpful part of your yeah, journey, yeah. but yeah. at one point you realize that 
you can't do everything like super slow and like mm. like this is not consciousness you just mm. focus on something mm. and try to kind of like slow it down but like you said like i'm really grateful because yeah it, it, it can ha it, you can enter like you are it like and you can wash the dishes and be in it yeah you're sitting in the dishes and you're doing this yeah. and you're still in the same you're place so and, and my whole body's doing yes. the dishes and i'm yes. i'm there present to washing dishes and it's a practice, a spiritual practice washing dishes. I'm not saying you have to do that, but understand the principle is wherever you are, if you are present to wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I'm banged in a nail with my son, and he's sitting there, and I stay there with the whole thing, and he sits there, he's banging on the nail, and I sit there, get the other nail, and it's just a practice. I'm not letting my mind go anywhere else, I just stay present. I like driving, driving allows me to stay present. I have to, because if I don't pay attention, I'm going to crash. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I love driving because it's another vehicle I can sit in. Well, vehicle, that's a funny pun. But I'm, <laughs> it's another way of experiencing that beast that I have to stay in that space. I can't let my mind go, so I stay. And if I drive a bit faster, then I definitely have to pay attention. Yes. And so now I'm really, really paying attention. And I can just stay in that. And I love that experience. Yeah, me too. And I get off my bike and go, and then I can switch it off. <sighs> yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly. It's like, I love that. I, I, I sometimes listen to some... some some very chilled music, and then when I drive from Chengdu to Ulubatu, like I'm on my, it's like medit, like you know, this is the thing. People think yeah. meditation is sitting on your, quietly, sitting, yeah, sitting yeah, quietly, yeah. and it's, it's not. meditation is everything in my opinion. When you when you enter that zone, you know, and then you you're on your bike, like you said, and you drive there, and you're like hitting 100 or whatever, you know, and you and the streets are empty, and you're just there, and you're like, and you you feel this calmness with yeah, yeah. you know, you don't think about what could happen, you're just present. Yeah. It's your attention, like there's just this present, and I think this is, yeah, like you can enter it everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. And this is the most important thing yeah, because it is. otherwise it creates again separation. So it someone does. who is not doing something slowly, if you're not practicing, not able, if you're not pre doing qigong, you're not doing some yeah. meditation practice, you're not doing yoga, you'll never find it. No, no, it's got nothing to do with that. No, it's a practice. Not at all. You just it's breathing and breathing out. It's, go back to that yeah. simple. Yeah, it's good. I love it about the speed. And when you're on the bike doing the doing that speed, and you and, but you can see the person two hundred meters up yeah. opening the door of the car. You can see the little kid Everything. on the side of the road. You can see all of it, and it just it's like in slow motion, and and yes. it, it is sitting there in this peace and calm, and you go everything's fine. Oh, and then you see something happen, and you go oh, yeah. and you slow down. And you're you're the deaf. You're deaf. Because you can you're see it coming. Head. Do you do you know that when totally you're different thing? And then you drive, and then just someone just moves a little bit. You get you freak out like. Yeah. A, what is he doing? Like, yeah, why yeah. is he moving? Because it's like you, it's like it's so unexpected. But when you're in that, when you're in that, in that stillness, in that mm. calmness, you can see everything. Mm. You already know. Okay, this, uh, like I already see behind the bush that there's a car coming, like yeah, crossing yeah, that yeah. path. So I'm slowing down, moving to the side because it's going. It's and it's yeah, this is the magic. This is the magic of what is, and it's you can enter it every single yeah, day. Yeah. And that's qigong. That's the understanding of the principle of qigong. Is that that. Qigong is the skilled art of, mm. of moving energy or being with energy. It's the skill of it. Of not only moving in yourself, being connected to the outside of it, but being connected to all of it and just being in one part of that and having that experience. Don't get me wrong, I don't get in my mind sometimes and I, <laughs> I lose the plot. Do, right? <laughs> get angry about somebody cutting me off or something and you go, oh, okay, and that person doesn't even know I was angry. But I'm human, you know, we, we have a human thing, you know, we have a human yeah. dilemma. I, I've got my human karma that I bought in that I'm having to wade through in my life. But I'm just lucky that I, I, I can see it clearly, I can step back from it and see bigger picture and then not give myself a hard time for making a mistake mm -hmm. and go, oh, well, one day I'll sort that one out. I haven't quite got to the end of that one yet, it's still coming. 
yeah. and, I'm, and I'm not washing it off because I'm, I'm hell-bent in resolving it, but I just don't beat myself up for making a mistake because I'm not perfect. Yeah. And so then there's a lot of space around that and go back to going, ah, I'm not perfect. Oh, well, I'm doing the best I can at the moment, whatever yes. that looks like, whatever the best you can really. I don't know if that's a really a term actually, mm. what's best anyway, but never mind, that's another, another story. <laughs> best, think, best is not a spiritual word. That's, that's, but I, I know exactly what <laughs> you're you know talking about. Mean, like, we could talk about a few hours on that topic, and I'm pretty sure uh, we will. Um, for me right now, like this, this interview, like to bring it also like slowly to an end, I can feel that talking about this, talking about Qigong, energy work, energy itself, and the bigger picture, what we were just talking about, um, I think it will show the audience that having, especially when you're following your own journey, following your own path, having a repertoire of tools, you know, different tools, mm, which yeah. you, which kind of like help you to get mm. you into that zone again, to yeah, sure. bring you back to present. Yeah. I think this is such, like for me on my personal path, this is one of, I'm so grateful for that, that mm. I, I have a toolbox which I can use when mm. I sometimes drift Go, off. Yeah. When I sometimes lose myself in thoughts, my emotions, mm. when I sometimes self-doubt myself because of, something so 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 small and mm. simple but to actually know that oh, okay you know i can do qigong or you know sitting in stillness breathing with myself going to mm. going to nature and even then sometimes you know just being there and knowing that i can observe that that i can mm. zoom out and see you know all of that is not that it's not that dramatic mm. you know and to kind of like have something which can help you you know of create more balance mm. i think that's what it's about you know to 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 flow with mm. life whatever yeah. it is you know and yeah like i'm just i'm just really grateful right now mm. first of all having that conversation yeah it's been pleasure being fun having you here yeah. like um i already knew before that we would have lovely conversations and that we would resonate on yeah. a deeper level um and i'm pretty sure also like the insights we gave through this conversation people who have to receive it mm. people who kind of like have to receive the message we want to share with that or not or not they don't have to receive anything they don't want that's to that's true <laughs> they get a choice around that that yeah you're right you're right <laughs> <laughs> but that's true but we like it but we've had a great chat that's true whether people like what we're talking to is not even our concern but we've had a good chat about it and we've two souls connected that's cool whether anybody else gets it or find it useful it's it's not our concern our concern is we're sharing our thoughts, our insights, people, and their choice they can do what they like with it. And thank it's just thank, that, thank you so much just, for saying that. Just that simple. Thank you so much yeah. for saying that because I think, you know, I sometimes get kind of like too involved into kind of like into what I'm doing. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that, yeah. I, that I believe that I have to make a change or whatever. What we yeah, yeah, yeah about. don't do that. And then you just reminding me about that, it takes off the pressure. You yeah, know, it just—it just—it just, it just helps you to enjoy and just have a good time. This connection between you and I is very, very important. Yeah, that was important. Yeah. Thank you again, Peter, for joining. You know, our conversation it was—it was a real pleasure to have you, and I highly appreciate you, your knowledge and your wisdom, and for sharing it with us, with all of us. And yeah, like it's just something coming up right now for everyone who is maybe more interested in qigong or something similar. Hmm. Um, oh, thank you for that. But hey, by the way, thank you. Thank you for the interview. It's been fun. It's been great talking. I've really enjoyed it. Um, 
I have a 200 hour, I have a 200 hour online Qigong course that starts in October 5, it's for nine weeks and there's I think 165 leaks and so, but it's a teacher's training too, so but if, even if you're not a teacher, it's, it's a Qigong course, anybody can do it, it's all levels. So we used to do them live here in Bali, which were fantastic. It was like mm -hmm. a immersed one, you know, inside a place for a whole month where you're just sitting with each other. It's so cool. But the online is it's cool. We've been doing online courses and they've been working really, really well. They're different. They, like, as I said, one's like an oyster, one's like a truck. They're just a totally different thing. They're not even close. But the experience has been cool. And the people that have been doing the online courses, they keep coming back and doing them. All of them, they just really love them. So I I'd encourage people, if you, if you want to do one, to come and... Um, have the experience and we're doing three different Qigong systems during that time and yeah, it'll be wild we just go into that place you know into the place where we open the door the possibility to the other world and let's go into that and play around in that for a while and, and have fun in there just learn about how the Chinese worked out where it was and how to get into it and understanding how the Chinese medicine works around that to maintain your health so you can stay in it longer of course so simple like that and the other one would be you asked me before about my my weekly classes. Oh, yeah. So I do I do two weekly classes a week, two live classes, and you go on my website, you can see that um, I pay, there's a ten dollar subscription per month. It's a huge subscription, and there's, it's not really that big. It's an administration thing, and there's eight classes a month, wow. and you're ten dollars, and then you can get all the old classes. There all there's a library with all the old classes. They all have different. Every class has got its own subject. So I quite often end up doing one particular thing. Mm -hmm. There's all sorts of different subjects. So if anybody says come and do classes, they're fun. I know you come and do them yourself. So they're cool. Yeah, and they're and good. And everything, something different comes up every every time. Every class is very very unique. So they're fun. And sometimes I think the most some of the most profound things comes up in those classes. Mm -hmm. And I'm standing out in the lawn talking to people from all around the world, and it's very cool. Yeah, it's a great experience. It, it's yeah. just what it is what it is, you know. This is where we are. This is what we do. And it's worked out that the experience has been great. And, and I think there's something happens when people are connected from all around the world, and in the same room, we're in the same second, and the people are practicing Qigong together in the same world. It's actually been amplifying the energetic field. Mm. And so we've been getting some huge reactions from people in the classes on the other side of the world being connected. It's been, it's, I didn't know it was going to happen like that, but it ended up like that. It's, it's very cool. So people have had some wild experiences from that too. So anyway, so thanks for that. And, and I said, if they want to do that, there's lots of Qigong people in the world that teach. I mean, I think it's a great thing for anybody, no matter where you are. So, yeah. where, can, where can people find you? On what kind of platform? I'm in Bali. I have a YouTube channel, yeah, Peter Cowie Qigong on YouTube. My website's Peter Cowie. I have petercowie.com or I have forestrock.com. They're both websites I have that are linked to me. Um, I have Facebook, which is Peter Cowie. I mean, it's pretty, if you put Peter Cowie Qigong, you're pretty well going to find me. It's the social media. I right. will also link them all. Yeah, all you can throw it at the bottom. I, mean, I, I have lots of videos on YouTube as well and stuff, but. Yeah, it's any, and, and if anybody has any questions, please ask. You know, if they come back to you and have a question, please ask. Because I'm, I just want to spread the world. I think Qigong is a magical thing that opens up different doors, and I just want as many people in the world find out about it, whether through me or somebody else. It doesn't matter. It's just as long as somebody finds it. Yeah, it's like I did in science school. So thanks for that. Beautiful. Yeah, thanks for the time, man. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening, and create a beautiful day. And see you for the next one.